0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. It is uh, called The Price, and uh, it's as I said, it's a story of a young man trying to navigate uh, a life, here in uh, in New York City, uh, on Wall Street. He is a young Nigerian-American who is uh, trying to find his way, a complicated family situation, romantic relationships, uh, and essentially wants to be the success that he wants to be, as well as meeting all the expectations of the people around him. And we're joined today by the director of the film, as well as the two executive producers, and that would be uh, Anthony Ona and then Kishori Rahan. And uh, Justin Begnall. am I getting that? Have I have I gotten any of those names correct? <laughs> I I I. I Kishore, ha- pretty
1: close. Pretty close.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do you? Works for me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. it, it, it was actually very good for for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. Well, thank you so much, the three of you, for being here. Uh, congratulations on the film, uh, and uh, I'll start with uh, Anthony, the director. Anthony O'Neal, uh, the director. The story behind the price. where where did it come from?
2: Yeah, so the, the genesis of, of the film it really started with my losing my father when I was in, in film school. He passed away when I was in film school. And I really wanted to explore our relationship, explore what he meant to me, explore who I was in the context of, of that relationship. And so I, I made a short film took those emotions which were in a very raw form at the time and and sort of rendered them in, in this short film and it, it, it got some positive responses and you know, I won a DJ award I went to Berlin and participated in the uh, in an, in a lab called the Berlin Talent Campus and it was there that I was really uh, encouraged to continue working on 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 this project or, or continue exploring this subject matter, I should say, uh, because the folks there thought it would be one good for me, but also that there was a great story behind it. Um, so this was in 2012. I came back from Berlin in February and I started writing the screenplay. And, and so that's, that's how this all started.
0: And it sounds so there is a, obviously there's a biographical component to a large component to the film. Was, was it uh Something in, in the writing of the film, of putting it together, was there something it, it, that you were really hoping to accomplish, not only uh, as an artist, but sort of as a way of finding some closure in the relationship that you had with your father?
2: Yeah. You know, I, closure, I don't know that I was specifically looking for, for closure or 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 for anything per se – I really, I, at the beginning, I'd say I had a, a bunch of questions. Just, you know, what did my father mean to me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, what are the? Can I sort of take? Not, it's not biographical. It's not autobiographical, but oh. it's a character who does share many, many elements of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, ca- can I render this character in a way that can can give us some some insight into the, the decisions that, that that constitute a, a person? Um, you know, so it really, it really, I should say, it started with a, a series of questions about things that that I, I didn't understand but wanted to, to to understand better. And I didn't have a clear sense necessarily of where it was all going to end. I'd say in the end, though, I did come to a place where, um, through exploring this character, I, I came to understand myself better. I came to understand my father better. I came to understand the parallels in our in our lives. Yeah. And and, and I, as the end of the film suggested, it, it intimates some sense of how uh, how we can go about living better and more truthful and more honest lives. And I'd say the things that I, I learned in the process of making the film uh, have definitely proven to be uh, applicable to my life.
0: Anthony, the reason I ask it is because the things you're talking about in the film are 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 universal. I mean, I I yeah. don't know of a I know myself. This is so many of the things that are talked about and, 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 and uh, brought to the forefront in the film are things that I've dealt with myself, with my father, coming to – and and so much of it has to do with this sort of – I don't know if it's a male-to-male relationship that we so often keep so much uh, hidden, so much inside, and so much that isn't talked about, and it, and it gives this us this space to kind of speculate in, in the most – sometimes the most outrageous ways, to the most uh destruct self destructive kind of ways and that's what I really for me the, the, a lot of the film is about uh the, the, the dynamics in, in that relationship and in and in the in the case of the price, the family relationships seem it's a universal theme and one that as I'm watching it I'm thinking through some of the relationship issues that I've had with my own father. So uh, on that level, it works very, very well. So my um, congratulations to you just in, in terms of meeting that sort of artistic, uh, you know, uh, standard, if you will.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. I think that's, that's all really on point and really a student just to to respond to it. Uh, it's, it's certainly universal. That's the sort of response uh, I've gotten. As the film has traveled the, the the festival circuit we premiered it south by Southwest earlier in the year I, I recently just this past weekend was in uh, in Memphis for the indie Memphis Film Festival, which is a terrific, terrific regional festival and i 'd say the universality really lies in the fact that at its core a question that the film grapples with is you know. Is is where I come from? Are are my origins? Uh, is my family? Are are they a base upon which I can stand on to to build myself up into the fullest version of me? Or do they? Or do, do they together sort of constitute a yoke around my neck, forever pulling me down? And this is something that we, we all, we all deal with. I mean, uh, how how much of the past and where we come from do we have to acknowledge in order to to sort of fulfill this very natural human urge to to become the best versions of ourselves? Um, and I think this is true of, of, of human beings everywhere. It's something that's in the nature of the beast, and uh, I think. Therein lies the, the the movie's universality.
0: Yeah, and that that that. Uh, and by the way, you're talking about where the film has been and where it's screening. That gives me an opportunity to introduce uh, the producers to the of, of the film, The Price. Uh, uh, Justin uh, Bignal, I know you're in. You said you're in Boulder for a screening. And uh, Kishori Rahan, are you also? Where are you? Where do we find you with this movie? <laughs> <all? laughs>
3: I'm calling in from New York right now, okay. from Brooklyn.
0: Great. Well, that's fantastic. Well. Justin, you had mentioned you're there for a screening of The Price. Where are you? Tell, tell us a little bit about where you are right now with the film.
1: I'm actually uh, just outside of Denver, okay. heading up to Fort Collins, okay. Colorado. Okay. It's a kind of a college town. Um, and, uh, you know, we're playing in ten cities uh, starting today. So today is actually our premiere, our theatrical premiere, with Samuel Goldwyn Films as our distributor and AMC has a uh, AMC independent, and so they've got ten theaters uh, strategically placed, you know, around. There's theater in Chicago and outside of Atlanta, um, a few other places around in Dallas, etc. One of them I've decided to go to tonight, and that's uh, that's in Fort Collins at an AMC up there, just north of Denver.
0: Fantastic. So, what? As how did you and Kishara come in come into the uh, the to the Film. What was your sort of entry point into the price?
1: Well, I actually met Anthony at uh, at UCLA at, at film school, uh, and we worked on a short film together. It wasn't uh, Dare is You. it was a different film called Give Me Grace. Uh, and I got to know him, uh, and we you know we sort of plotted out you know someday working on a feature film together after that short film experience. And I got to know him you know personally, and then also later as a professional. And I, he was somebody that I identified early on at, at graduate film school at UCLA that uh, he, you know that was promising and somebody I wanted to work with and produce their first feature film. And that that's sort of, if you fast forward to now, that that, that has happened. And uh, Anthony really, you know, he, if I were to put a bet on it, I would have won a lot of money back then <laughs> <laughs> because he certainly uh, delivered on that promise. So that's. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of my story. I'll let Kishori answer first. Kishori, her. yeah,
3: yeah. How did you? Yeah, come to I that? I actually first met Justin. Um, he and I met at the Toronto Film Festival in I think 2012, and he we were supposed to meet about something else, and the conversation just turned into basically passion projects that we each were excited by. And he mentioned Anthony and the script, and then I read the script, and I fell in love with the script. And um, I'm I'm not Nigerian in any capacity, but I am also a first-generation immigrant, and a lot of people in my life who I'm close to are also first-generation immigrants. And it was just the first script. I was reading a lot of scripts at that time, and it was just the first script I had seen that captured the the nuances of people my generation. Um, There are experiences uh, between family and professional life and personalized and then Anthony came to to New York and we met and it was a really easy yeah for me
0: well for our audience tell us a little bit sort of as far as being pr- a producer on a film uh, this is your your first feature film Anthony is am I correct in saying that first
2: yeah yeah it's it's my first feature film and I just wanted to add briefly you know yeah. this this project was 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 definitely a, a labor of love and every film has its challenges this one. Had a tremendous number of challenges, but as a director, I simply couldn't have had two more committed individuals than than, than Kishori and and Justin in terms of seeing this from its inception uh, to to its end. So I just I just wanted to to add those words of praise. Yeah. Uh, and
0: well, thank. Yeah, and, and absolutely so true. Every film filmmaker, especially starting out, needs that support system. They have to have it because it is it's tough enough to write. And produce and direct your first film, or have your this this first project, uh, because there's just such a tough business. We, uh, the the business models now are, are constantly in flux in terms of how you get a film made and and also how you get it distributed. So for to have the people around you that are such a good support system and Kashori, tell me a little bit about sort of that process for people who have some vague understanding of what it means to be a producer. And especially on a film like this, so many of the the artists that I've had on the show are first time, second time filmmakers, mm-hmm. and having someone in their corner like you and Justin, uh, tell me what is that process, or what is that for you? What does that mean to you?
3: It it really it, it, there's it's really hard to define a producer. On on, I, I think everyone has a different definition. But for me, um, it's about being on board from the very very early stages and staying on until the very very end stages and the beginning stages begin with the story and the script and the writer. In this case, the writer and the director are both Anthony. Um, So for Justin and I, it was very early on internalizing what the vision was supposed to be. And then it comes to building the team around Anthony to execute it. Um, Anthony was also a producer on this, so it was really a a trio of minds here. But it really was developing the script and moving into casting, you know, finding a mel with with its own journey, um, and then moving into physical production, post production, everything from, and then dealing with the festival circuit and yeah. finding the right distributor, um, and which is which is the phase we're in right now. So it's really about staying on board through all the different phases, and I really view my job um, as something as remembering, you know, at this stage of the job what we what we talked about back in 2012, like what kind of movie are we actually trying to make and using and prioritizing the usually pretty limited resources. You have to make a film so that you're making that original vision that the writer director was trying to set out to make.
0: Yeah. And as uh, Justin, as Kishore just mentioned 2012. So here we are five years later. Uh, obviously, as you said, you, you know, you, you, you work with Anthony back at UCLA, you, you recognize the talent but there's another part of being a producer, this sort of, you're, in a lot of ways, you're betting on things that you know, you're betting your resources, your a good chunk of your life into a project and on the hopes that it all plays out the way that that, that it hopefully will. Um, and that's a, that's a leap of faith, right, in and of itself. But um, tell me a little bit in terms of, just, Justin, in terms of your that level of commitment that's required for a producer to be a part of any project, but especially one with first-time filmmaker and those kinds of different component parts.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, you, it, it starts early on. You know, you yes. believe in the talent, you champion the project, and you are, are saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this movie made. Uh, it's a voice that needs to be heard, um, and there's a vision there that goes with it. And if it takes five years or seven years or fifteen years, I mean you just you, you try to do it. you wake up every day and you're like, "What can I do now to to drive this project forward yeah. and uh, yeah. and and you call and you start by calling everybody you know um, to to try and either commit financial resources or if they've got you know warehouse space or studio space that we can use or equipment we can borrow, you know that kind of stuff. I, I mean it it starts in film school when you're doing that, you're making you know short films for next to nothing. Uh, and then you sort of up the game and you you need real cash now, so you 're trying to get financial resources, so we were you know applying for grants and um, doing fundraising at you know with various you know uh, events throughout the years did, did, um, did you and then you just really you just really push it forward to get it get it to where it needs to go did you crowd did this crowdsource on this um. We did not we were close we were looking at <laughs> um, because I've worked with Seed&Spark and, and Indiegogo and Kickstarter before on other projects and, and have had some success. And we were looking at doing that, um, but we got to a point where we were like, okay, I think we have enough money. We don't need to, to use it. We never pulled the trigger on it. Um, and ultimately we raised enough money to get it going. Um, yeah. What I would say about those crowdsourcing uh, entities, yes, you can raise some money and uh, they help get the word out. It's, it's a great tool for marketing your film. Um, not just for raising money but just for marketing getting the word out because and, and, you have to sort of write biographies and write about the story and why it's important, and pe- you have to get people to share your passion. Um, but we didn't feel that was necessary. Um, we looked into it, but we, we avoided it, um, not for any other reason, than we, just, we were lucky and fortunate to get a couple of grants, and we got some other uh, investors to back us, so we were okay there.
0: Now, I'm going to go back to Anthony. Anthony, uh, bring you back into the conversation here because – uh, you have three you have you, the three of you uh you 're obviously part of the production team as 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 a producer uh, division of labor i mean i 'm sure you were concentrating on getting the story in into a condition where you felt like you were ready to shoot i 'm sure that was a big part of what you were doing but was uh what i mean to be a producer producer credit on this what was it for you to be to what was what was your role in this
2: My primary contribution was given the nature of the personal story uh, and that I was the writer and director, it, it, in many ways I was a, a very natural uh, advocate for the project. And so I, I was the person getting in front of a, a number of the investors gotcha. in, in order to, to, to bring the money to the table. And, and that, was, that, was an, that was very important to, to, to the financing of, of the film. Yeah. And then a lot of the production management. I didn't do as much. That really was um, uh, thanks to to, to Kishori and, and and Justin. But my my primary contribution in terms of a producerial role was, was was going out there and and in many ways being being the face of of the movie. But then also sort of contributing yeah. uh, in terms of applying for grants and, and finding different opportunities yeah. and, it's, it's, and 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 using using my own yeah. set of of, of of connections, whether it be bringing uh, a, a cast or crew to the table.
0: Well, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with the uh, production team behind the new film, The Price. It's uh, you can find out more about the film at films dot com, and it is there listed as as uh, the and if you do backslash the price, you'll find the film. It is opening. It's actually opening on VOD as of today no actually a couple of weeks from now before it opens the 28th 28th of vod release it's opening in theaters across the united states uh today and that's uh, obviously it's uh, november 10th here and um is it los angeles i, I is it open in los angeles i, I, I sh- i'm sorry i don't have that in front of me an la opening
1: There is. It's in Orange County. uh, I believe it's called the Orange County AMC 30.
0: That's right. It is. I apologize. I did actually have that in my notes. Yes. Orange County. uh, Orange County. It's opening at the AMC Theater in Orange. That's that is correct. And uh, well, Anthony, let's go back to the story. We've sort of gotten away from what the film is about. Uh, And along the way, I want to talk about your cast. I think it is absolutely a wonderful cast. And especially Amel Amin and Lucy Griffiths uh, are outstanding in this. Uh, tell me a little bit about the casting involved behind the film, The Price. How did they? Sure. Do? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Amel Amin is a uh, and Lucy Griffiths are, are both amazing talents, uh, and I, I feel very very lucky to to have to have them be a part of this project. Amel, I actually met. Through my, my managers, I, I'm represented at a management company called called the Gotham Group, uh, and they produced a movie called The Maze Runner. It's actually a trilogy of those films. The next yeah. one is coming out soon, and, and Amel was one of the Maze Runners, um, and he's had other, other great roles, including the, the young uh, Forrest Whitaker character in The Butler. And so uh, they after I signed with them, they thought Amel would be, be be great he was in this movie that they produced, and they set us up and we met and um I mean, I pretty much went right away we we hit it off uh, immediately um and we a, a friendship developed in the a real friendship developed in the process of we're just discussing the role, figuring out how we're going to you know get this movie made we He came on board i believe in in twenty fourteen so a full year before we started shooting and and in that time we had ample opportunity to, to to talk about the film and and and, and to get to know each other. Um, and as I said, I knew right away. But through those through that extended process of, of, of discussing the project, I just really saw him build this character and and saw the work that he put into inhabiting this character, and, and, and it all showed up on the screen. Um, Lucy came on uh, a, a bit later, you know, closer to production. But again, it was the same level of thoughtfulness that initially struck me um, and and conscientiousness and and, and just focus and and dedication to to her craft. And again, I think that work very much showed up on the screen.
0: Yeah. Lucy had done a lot of uh, television work um, Mm -hmm. before, I I think a couple of films, but mostly TV work. Um, So is there something... I mean, I don't know that it matters anymore. There's so much crossover back and forth, and television productions now are more cinematic than they've ever been. So I, I, I just there's so much of uh, the sort of cross pollinization now going on w- within those two disciplines. Um, but uh, she, she was she was a really kind of a, a an understated performance, I guess. I, I she was very kind of subtle, but a strong performance nonetheless in the way that she approached her character. But with uh, Amel Amil, am I saying that correctly? Amil, I mean, uh, Amel I mean, Amel. Amil. Pardon me. Amil's no performance was really terrific for for other reasons, uh, and that is uh, he was always very likable. The character is always very likable, very relatable as well. But uh, he carries a, a kind of an inner strength in this performance that um, that propels it. I mean, it really feels. Uh, we were are rooting for him from from start to finish in the film and and, and i don't think and one of the think, things i liked about his character and the character development was he doesn't do anything completely off the rails nothing felt forced in 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 the storyline and in his and his performance reflected that i felt he was within the the structure of the character particularly just very inner strength is the word i would use to to describe his his performance is that is that? Yeah, I would right? say
2: that's. I mean, you, you're actually sort of repeating almost verbatim verbatim some of the words that uh, our our editor um, Grant Myers uh, used when he he looked at the dailies. He I think it was something like, "This guy is never out of character," um, and that actually, uh, for the most part, made editing him quite. Quite simple, um, you know. Uh, I made sure to to, to get a, a range of options for uh, for a lot of the moments, especially um, the, the key moments. But his his performance was, yeah, you know, he was just almost always he was always in character, I should say, and yeah, um, yeah. and and that really facilitated the the editing process. And and he really, you know, I think part of what made made it such a successful performance is. Uh, as much as Shay does some things that are, are are really terrible, we have to understand. We have to see beneath that that there's this this pull, uh, there's this sort of struggle to do the right thing, um, to, to get a sense, to get access to his interiority, and and and, and Amel really knocked that out of the park. Uh, that's you know that's what we. That's what makes this character likable. Uh, that's what makes it easy for us to, to to relate to him. That we we see that he doesn't want to do these terrible things, and that there's this tremendous internal struggle to to, to do the right thing, right. Um, to, to, to to be better, uh, you know, and, and, and to be to be uh, a decent person. Right, and, right. And it's really a testament to to, to amel 's performance that w- we're able to feel that, uh, understand that access that despite the fact that we're watching a guy do uh, a range of really terrible things.
0: Yeah, and and I'm trying to think through the film in my head, and I think he's in every frame. I, I mean, I can't think of an, of scene that he wasn't in, so obviously you put a lot of faith in him as a performer, and the character obviously, he carries the film, obviously, and, and, yeah. and in and a good way. Again, as, as I'm watching the film, I am always rooting for him, and I understand exactly the kind of Tidal pull that he's feeling from family from expectations from his job from all the different aspects that the story presents for him that he has to be uh true to himself he does veer off the path now and then but at the same time he comes back to true north in 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 the way that he approaches his i mean the way he is as a person so very well done uh, my, my my hat's off to you, I know it's won some awards. Tell us a little bit about how it's done sort of on you mentioned the film festival circuit um, it, was yeah, south yeah, by Southwest?
2: we yeah the 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 movie uh premiered at south by Southwest where it uh it was in competition um we we played at Seattle where it was nominated for the pressi prize uh in uh, in in the new american cinema competition one of the when uh, we won one of their one of their contests that they uh, that, that that they think very high level that's important to the festival, and then we're recently uh, at at, at Indie Memphis where the film actually uh, picked up an award, uh, the Craig Brewer Emerging Filmmaker Award, which goes to a, a debut feature length film. And so you know we've we've had we've had a, a great festival run um, and recently picked up this award. And, and uh, but I've mostly really been moved by by the audience responses, um, by the people who don't know anything about Nigeria or the Nigerian-American experience, yeah. who, who see themselves and their families in it, and, and also by you know, members who are a part of that, the Nigerian-American experience, the Nigerian and African diaspora experience, who, 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 who long to see stories about themselves, um, and, and, and you know, sort of seeing how much they're moved by it is something that's been extremely gratifying.
0: Yeah, and that's a great near the end of the film. I don't. know, I shouldn't have said that part, but it, it we we get an opportunity <laughs> to see to see him. Yeah, back. Everyone needs to see it. Yeah, so, everyone okay. needs to <laughs> see it. All right, I'll leave it there. But I, I just enjoyed the scenes, uh, and and uh, uh, so uh, uh, terrific stuff. Thank you all uh, for for your time today. Again, uh, we've been speaking with Justin Begno and i hope i've been i'm just so concerned that i haven't been pronouncing your names correctly uh Kishori, rahan and uh, anthony ona the the production team anthony's the writer director producer and uh, kashori and justin are the producers of this wonderful film called the price thank you fo- so much for finding time to be here on film school today thanks mike thank, thank you thank you so thank much right. mike All right. thanks
1: everybody have a great week and go see okay. the movie all right yes <laughs> okay thank you
0: bye bye thank you <laughs>